What's happening, friends? Welcome to Thursday's show. This show will be a great one. I don't start by saying that most days because I don't know. But this one's going to be great for two reasons. Aaron Goodwin is going to be in, who sings that Lonely Drum song. I'm all boom, boom, boom. So get in your car, make it go boom, boom, That's going to happen. Also, Lunchbox goes up to that bus of tourists and goes, I'm Lunchbox! And we see if they react <laughs> or whatever he says. So those two things are happening for sure today. I do have a story. Oh, morning, studio. Morning. morning. I do have a story I wanted to start with. A woman fatally shoots a peeping Tom outside her bedroom window. Oh, my. Ooh, wow. And it brings <gasps> in a question. Would you do that? Uh, Police are investigating after a suspected peeping Tom outside of a Houston home was shot by a woman inside. Shot to death, by the way. Fatal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fatal. A woman in North Houston says she was frightened when she saw a strange man looking into her bedroom window around 11 p.m. Friday night. Mm. Believing she was in danger, she got a rifle and opened up fire in self-defense. Wow. Police said the woman fired several shots through her wall. One hit the guy in the, in the stomach. There's been no decision as to whether any charges will be filed. I would think if that's the true story, there wouldn't be any charges filed. Mm-mm. I know, but there's that crazy thing where, like, if they're not inside if your house... If they're not, like, in the or... actual... Yeah. In, I, mm-hmm. But if... Oh. I know, but you... Yeah, you... I oh. think what I would do... First of all, I was talking to a friend of mine who's an extremely high-level law enforcement. And his, his talk with me was... Because he knows I have guns. And, and he knows I've had people break into my house and I've been held at gunpoint. And I've had issue, got jumped at work once. And he's like, well, if someone comes in, you need to know if you're going to be able to pull that trigger if they come in your house. Like, are you going to be able to do it or not? And if you are going to be able to do it, you do it. If you're not going to be able to do it, run. Get out of there. Don't don't be like, I don't know. He goes, sometimes you don't know till you know. Yeah, till you're in the position to where you have to He's like, that. but do you think, because we were just talking about safety stuff at the house and we've had some issues. He's like, if someone came in your house, could you pull the trigger? And I was like, oh, right now, yeah, for sure. But too many instances. Like, it's oh, I'd be scared for a second. Dang. But and he's like, if you pull, and if you pull the trigger, you better pull the trigger. If someone's looking in your window, that's so like on the edge for me. Like, Oof. do what I think I'd probably do is get my gun and sit there and wait for them to come in. Remind me not to show up at your house and try to come Go get your attention. <laughs> <laughs> I would wait for you to come in. Mm-hmm. But no, I, but what if I'm just I'm about to like knock and be like, you're not answering your front door. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to be crazy like that. I think okay, if it's I one know. in the morning and someone's in my house who never texted, called, right. first thing I'm going to do is look at my phone mm-hmm. and then I'm going to grab my gun. Yeah. I mean, that's a tricky one. Just, uh, I personally would probably have to wait because I just don't want that on me. That's a heavy, once you make that decision to shoot and now you've taken someone's life and sh- what that guy was doing was absolutely wrong. But 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 she, it may not even be about the peeping Tom. She may have thought he was trying to break in the place. True. Right. Yes, she, she didn't. didn't know. Sh- I, I bet yeah. she didn't shoot him because he was just trying to look at her boobies. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I know. Gosh, that's so hard. But it's such a fine line from being in the door to like feeling like someone's about to come in the window. Mm-hmm. That's scary. It is scary. And then what? I don't know what her neighborhood was like. If there's been a lot of crime recently, yeah. I think that affects your mindset. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Maybe or if it, she has past trauma mm-hmm. that leads to her to make that decision. And don't be peeping Tom and guys. No. If there are any Toms out there listening right now, don't be doing that. Like if you were thinking about doing it today, don't. Yeah. Let's move it. To, let's do it to tomorrow. One day at a time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that is a, a tragic story, crazy story. And it's just like thinking about what you would do in that situation. Yeah. I like to think I wouldn't shoot until they came in, but I'd be scared as crap and I'd be ready. Yeah. Like, like right now I'm saying I'd shoot. Probably I'd run. But I'm going to stand with that. I would shoot. If they came in the house? Yeah. Yeah. Some guy recently got caught posing as a tour guide at Disney World so he could skip all the lines. <laughs> wow. Amazing. 
they kicked him out of the park but decided not to press charges. So I thought I'd cleanse our palate with a little funny story after that first one. You just have to have the right outfit and point with one finger. Or two fingers. Two fingers. I mean, oh, that's they, how point they point with two. two fingers. Yeah, because it's offensive in some countries to point with one finger. So if you point with two, like, oh, the restroom's over there. Almost like a flight attendant. That's interesting because I looked. I did look and see if today was Friday. It's cause that's a fun fact. It's actually Thursday. Oh. I was so moved by your fun fact. I thought today might be Friday. Well, you got a little treat. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'll say this to end. When Munye comes back around, I'm trying to make Munye work. <laughs> I saw people tagging it on Instagram. Yeah. Munye. Well, I can't wait for Munye after we get back from Vegas. iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yeah, Munye. People say Friday. Nobody says Munye. Munye yeah. is a time to take on a whole new week. Limitless possibilities. Sounds weird, too. But it's a good mindset. Can't wait for Munye. Yeah. We'll get there. Let's go in and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I accidentally came across a spoiler for a show that my husband and I are watching together. Do I tell him the spoiler so we're on the same page? Or do I keep it to myself and let him be surprised? Sign, Melanie. Ooh, I mean, you're. I feel not, like not. Ooh, don't easy. tell them. Don't even tell them you know a spoiler. Right? Yeah. Take one. Do you have to take one for the team and not even tell them until after the episode is over and go? I got to be honest. I accidentally stumbled across a spoiler, so I knew the whole time. But you can't even tell him you know because then he'll start watching you and your reactions, <laughs> based and basing what he thinks is going to happen on it. Let's just say hypothetically this happened to you. What would happen if Caitlin told you the spoiler of a show y'all were watching together? Fight. I would be so disappointed. Yes. And sad. I wouldn't be angry because I don't think she would do it on purpose, but I would be disappointed and sad because but, you invest a lot of time into a show. It's hours and hours. Like Mayor of Easttown, I remember her flipping through Instagram and we and she thought what she saw what she thought was a spoiler and it wasn't. But I was like, oh and then I'm crazy. I'm like, why were you scrolling on Instagram in the middle of Mayor of Easttown? And she's like, I was looking at Instagram every day. Like and I was like, but you have to watch it, you know, the finale just <laughs> happened. And so, it's. I would just be disappointed. Yeah. Okay. But I irrationally disappointed because what we saw wasn't even a spoiler. It was just a meme someone had made of one of the characters. Bones. But for this mailbag, there's an acting job that goes with this, yep. though. And Since she knows, sell it. She's gonna have to be surprised when she's watching it with her. Oh, whoa, crazy! Don't overact it, though. Over. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. No, don't even tell him you know. But do not spoil it for him. It's not his fault. You came across the spoiler. Mm-hmm. Spoiler culture is weird because I feel like the internet's pretty good at being nice about that. It's terrible at every other thing, but I feel like generally the internet's nice about not spoiling shows. Yeah, I Even agree. on Twitter, if you're like, hey, it just started Yellowstone season one, nobody gets on there and goes, guess what happens? That's like the only thing people aren't jerks about on the internet. It's like a, a common respect. That's kind of weird. It out is. of all the bullying going <laughs> out on, of everything, away from that. That's wow. the one thing that everyone's like, <laughs> I got you, bud. Maybe we could learn from that. <laughs> that, that. That's crossing a line. All right, that's it. Let's close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to email us, Morgan, give them that address. Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Coming up later on this morning, we have it. I haven't heard it. But Lunchbox went out on the street, waited for that bus full of tourists to pull up, and tried to do what The Rock does. Where he's like, hey, everybody seen The Rock? And when Rock does it, everybody freaks out. Lunchbox thinks he's so famous. Top 25 in country music. Absolutely. That's my new nickname after this. Top 25. He thinks he's so famous that the bus is going to freak out. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen in like an hour and a half here on the show. So I don't know what you got to do, but don't miss that segment. Because I'm excited about it. Oh, me too. 
Uh, on the phone now is Nicole, who wants to ask a question about Lunchbox. Hey, Nicole, what's going on? I am just curious. So it seems like Lunchbox is always in the hot seat, but I never hear about if Lunchbox's wife truly is as cool with all of his um, drinking and gambling as she makes it seem she is. I bet you that she's a very jealous woman, and I'd oh. like to hear from one of you what you actually think about it. Well, Lunchbox, what do you think about this this statement that she thinks your wife's a very jealous woman? Uh, my wife is the opposite of jealous. She doesn't care. We've played clips of her saying it was okay for me to do uh, kiss other girls, just no tongue. What? I mean, what? she's gone to Vegas with me. She gambles. She's seen me drink. She drinks. I mean, I don't understand where this lady's coming from. I do have a clip here of Lunchbox talking to his wife about his acting. You know, he wants to be an actor now. Yeah. He thinks yeah. in a year and a half he could leave the show to move to L.A. And he's like, hey, maybe we have to make out in some acting classes. And you asked her if it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's a clip of Lunchbox talking to his wife. My question is, when I go, are you going to be okay with me kissing the chicks? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, because, you know, when you're acting, you're going to be in love scenes and make-out scenes. I just want to know if you're going to be okay when these acting classes start up in October, if that's going to be cool. Sure, yeah, just no tongue. Like, what do you feel about it? Like, what, what is, like... <laughs> I just don't think these acting classes are going to really work out, so <laughs> I'm just going to say it's fine that you kiss him. It won't be for very long. <laughs> what do you mean you don't think they'll work out? I don't, I don't know. I don't think that acting is your your new career. But you won't be jealous. <laughs> no, I won't be jealous. Okay. <laughs> Come here, give me a kiss. No. Okay, so two things are happening here. One, she said her, she's not a jealous person. You she's heard not her a jealous person. This lady, yeah, this lady's making up assumptions. You're crazy, lady. Two, she doesn't think acting is going to work out for you. Your own wife. Yeah, she's not really. She doesn't think my acting chops are that good. But she she hadn't seen the room for improvement. Once you get into in person acting, I think it gets a lot better. Do you feel like you're doing pretty good though on Zoom? I do. I do. It's as good as you can do on Zoom. Acting on Zoom is really hard. And how much are you paying per acting lesson? It's like three hundred bucks a month. Wow. Oh, oh, man, oh my gosh. Like he's and how many? Sessions? I, I think I started in February or March. But how many times a month do you do it? Like three times. So, so you're paying a hundred bucks a session yeah. like to get on. And are there a lot of other people on there with you? It depends. Like some weeks there's like ten, sometimes there's fifteen, just depending and on how long is the whole class. Uh s- sometimes an hour, sometimes hour and a half. Dang, you paid three hundred bucks a wow. month. Wow. Yeah. So who's teaching it? Whoopi? Like <laughs> No, there's some lady. I don't know. I don't know if she's ever been in anything. Did I got, call, she did uh, musicals and stuff in high school. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, I did Grease. <laughs> Oh. oh, no. I hope you're just not getting scammed. That's a lot well, of money. What do you mean? How would I be getting scammed? I'm learning to act. Yeah, I mean, you're paying 3000 bucks a year over on acting lessons. Yeah. that's. I mean, you got to pay money. you got to invest in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. That's true. That is true. And, I mean, true. I'm going to prove you guys wrong. I'm obviously going to prove my wife wrong. And you think in a year and a half you'll be in Hollywood. I'll be in Hollywood. The I love drive. how confident he is. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And, and you guys, now will you guys admit my wife's not a jealous person? Oh, she's not we a jealous know, person yeah, anyway. we can yeah. get, for, since the caller asked our opinion, we'll all say she's not jealous. Yeah. Uh, thank you, though, for calling, Nicole. Hope you have an awesome day. Thanks, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. 
Reba and her boyfriend Rex Lynn were rescued from a partial building collapse in Oklahoma this week. Firefighters had to rescue them along with a few other individuals from a second-story window. One person suffered minor injuries and everyone else is okay. Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride released their collaboration. It's called Never Wanted to Be That Girl. I never wanted to be that girl. Dolly Parton were named some of Time's 100 Most Influential People of 2021. You can read Kane's article written by Darius Rucker and Dolly's article written by Miley Cyrus at Time.com. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. In honor of those who lost their lives on 9-11, this guy, Frank Siller, just finished a 500-mile journey. Frank's brother, Stephen, was a firefighter who died trying to save others on September 11, 2001, and he just took out on this trek. It's a never-forget walk, and he began at the Pentagon and then ended in New York City, and just helping raise awareness and doing it in honor of his brother and all of the others. Lunchbox had sent me this story a few days ago, and he was like, hey, I want to talk about this, and I thought... There's a good story to talk about. And for some reason, we moved it to tell me something good. But I read down in Lunchbox's little note he sent. He was like, because Eddie's a loser, and he only walked from West Virginia to Tennessee. Okay. Right. Oh, well. His whole angle with pitching that story was to tell Eddie that you're a loser. That's very nice. Yeah, Eddie's walk, weak sauce. I mean, come on, dude, step up. You hear how far that dude went? You step up. No, yeah, no. what? <laughs> you, no, you try to act like you walked. How far up. did you walk, Eddie? Oh, 100 miles. Yeah, and how much did you raise? Oh, $300,000. Well, well, Who's you the loser? Fi- uh, you. This dude walked oh. 500. Anyway, tell me something good. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time to play Amy versus Lunchbox. Amy gets questions that Lunchbox know the answer to. And the opposite. Let's go. Amy, here are your questions. There are three questions that Lunchbox should know the answer to, but how many will you know? Number one, miter, saber, and bow are types of what tool? Miter, saber, and bow are types of what tool? I have no idea. I've never heard bow, bow, bow constructor, bow, miter, saber. Mm -mm. Miter? Saber and bow are types of what I don't tool? Know. Saw. Correct, saw. Cool. <laughs> well, I have no wow. idea. Wow. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know how she does it. I mean, either. In relation to college football, what does SEC stand for? Oh, South. Ugh. Okay, Southeastern Conference. That has to be what it is because people that are South and East play in it, like Arkansas and Texas A&M. And <laughs> well, there we go. Well, it's a, it's a flawed <laughs> philosophy there, but okay. What is your answer, though? I, so, Texas A&M does play in the South. So, uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. It's the... it's. What is SEC? Southeastern Conference. Correct. Thank you. Uh, what are te- the other C's? Texas. Or the other... Mean? Oh, there's a Big Ten. Mm-hmm. The ACC, Big 12. Big 12, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notre Dame's official colors are gold and what? Green. <laughs> Green. 
Green. Rudy. Rudy. Incorrect. What is it? Lunchbox? Navy. No, I just have blue. Do we give him navy? We'll give him navy? Notre Dame is not green. The le- a leprechaun is green, but their official colors, if you look at their jerseys, and I'm not the color I guy because I'm colorblind yeah, as crap. I, they're, yeah, they're blue and gold. They're, Why gold. am I picturing Rudy in a dark green suit? I think that's probably a secondary color. The leprechaun, that's what you saw on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, that's a leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> in the dark green suit. <laughs> All right, uh, Amy got two lunchbox, stole one. All right, lunchbox, over to you. Here are your three questions. What city is the newest addition to the Real Housewives franchise? Salt Lake City. Correct. Wow. And they're back. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for talking about them. You're welcome. Next one. Which former Bachelor star is part of the Dancing with the Stars cast that starts on Monday? What? Yeah, Matt James. Correct. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I did yeah. not know that. He was the Bachelor. Before JoJo Siwa, say your name, Mike. I just know her as JoJo. Before JoJo Siwa took off in the music scene, she and her mother became famous on what reality show? JoJo what? S-I-W-A. Siwa. JoJo Siwa. Uh, she's on what now? Before JoJo Siwa took off on the music scene, she and her mom became famous on what reality show? Man, the only one that comes to my mind is Toddlers and Tiaras, but I don't think that's right, but I'm going with it. Toddlers and Tiara. Incorrect. Dance Moms. JoJo's all the rainbow colors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know her. Yeah, the big bows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Tide. Also on Dancing with the Stars. She is, that's true. May I ask you something? If I was able to say Dance Moms, because I was, but you said it. Oh, that's true. Would that have I, been I my point and I would have won? Yeah, it would have. You would have tied. You would have uh, no, you would have won. I know JoJo. No, you would have tied. Let's go ahead and do a <laughs> tiebreaker here. Okay. Amy, how many yards do you need to gain a first down in football? Ten. Correct. Dodgers. Dodges are known as a combination of defense moves in what sport? Soccer. Lacrosse. Okay. Who sings the opening to NBC Sunday Night Football? Carrie Underwood. Correct. You got two. Lunchbox, your tiebreakers are. Reese Witherspoon starred in the movie Cruel Intentions with what actor? Ryan Phillippe. Correct. Dang. They got married, right? Yeah. Ryan Gosling starred opposite of what lead actress in 2004's The Notebook? Amy Adams. Incorrect. Rachel McAdams. Oh, come on. <laughs> Adams, Adams, McAdams. That's too confusing. Yeah, this is for the tie. Who's Amy Adams? She's another actress. Oh, she is someone? Okay. <laughs> what celebrity wrote a cookbook called Cravings to help the average over-snacking expectant mother? Mm-hmm. What celebrity wrote a cookbook called Cravings for for the the tie? Uh, the celebrity. To, we'll go with Chrissy Teigen. Correct. What? There you Are go. you serious? Oh we got God. a tie. Yeah! We did all that. And we got a tie. Oh, oh we have to flip a coin, don't we? Yes. Thank wow. God. I was we do now. Because so, I was getting so irritated that we just did all that for a tie. <laughs> but now oh, we can flip a so coin. Oh, that felt so good. All right, time to flip the magical coin. Who's calling it? Well, I. I don't really care. I was going to fight for the top for the call. Lunchbox, you call it. Mike D, look at it on the floor. Lunchbox, call it. Yeah, go. Oh, tails. <laughs> he calls tails. Always. For the win. Hey! Oh! <laughs> got, here's what's funny. Amy has three wins on the season. They're all three by coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> They're all three. It's unbelievable. Hey, my fault. I mean, you getting loose. All right, here we go. Okay. Got to play it on my juice, baby. 
bad. I thought a coin flip was supposed to be 50 50. How can I be 0 and 3 on you, coin flip? You, picked you it. called you it. You did wrong. call it wrong. No, I'm just telling you. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Aaron Goodvin. Aaron, good to see you, buddy. Good to be here. You know, I, I went in my office one day and there was that sign that said, I'd like for you to play my song in the dance party. And no one had ever thought of just asking for a dance party. Everyone's always like, <laughs> add my song to your show, play it. But I thought, well, that's interesting. And I hadn't heard the song. And so I played a little bit of it, which is Ray's going to play it right here. And I thought, it's actually a pretty good song, too. Honestly, I thought it would be crap. I'll be honest with you. I don't blame you. Because so many people sing crap. Right. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be real, real trash. (laughs) And I played it and I went, wow, it's not. And so we played it. We played it. And did you get a bunch of text messages the first time we played it? Unbelievable. My phone was blowing up from everywhere. Were you asleep? From everywhere. Yes. Well, there was a thing on Twitter that popped. I think you guys posted on Twitter. And I woke up and there was something that said, like, honestly, what I thought was I thought it was one of, like, my crazy Canadian fans that was like, Bobby, you should play, you know, you should play Lonely Drum or whatever. And because up in Canada, it's just, like, crazy phenomenal, like, phenomenon song. Which, by the way, it did win the CCMA uh, Songwriter of the the Year. year. Yeah. So Isn't that crazy? The Canadian CM, yeah. <laughs> and so it's so funny because I I literally got that and I thought it was I thought that's what it was and then when I saw it wasn't I was like, oh man that pitch actually worked and it never worked. <laughs> I'm never convinced. <laughs> I was like, this is unbelievable. It was so exciting. We've been like got so many texts and so many people reached out and. Um, and honestly, one of my favorite things is like, you know, uh, my management and I call this song super reactive. And for the first time um, since we put this song out in Canada, I felt the same reaction that we got when it went out in Canada. It was like people were singing along to it. They were they were sending us videos of people dancing to it, singing along and just having like a great time. And And so when I started to see that, I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Thank God, because this song, I've, I have been stuck on this song to put it out in the U.S. Um, and really just try and just find somebody who believes in it that we could get, you know, just people to hear it. That was our biggest thing. Well, it is Bobby quite, Bones to the rest. It is quite the hit, man. <laughs> I, when we, we play, we've played it a couple times since on the air just because we like the song. And I know, it, I've been TikToking about it. Yeah. <laughs> freaking out. Then it goes so off and we're all like, <laughs> boom, boom. We just keep singing it over and over again. I got a lot of questions for you, but yeah. how about you play the thing live? Let's do it. Okay, for everybody listening, this is Aaron Goodwin, who's in the studio right now, who just sent a, a little sign to my office and was like, hey, this is my song. I'm not asking you to play it on your show, but if you want to throw in the dance party, it kind of fits the vibe. And I said, okay, well, let's see. We did it. People loved it. I love the song now. This is called Lonely Drum from Aaron Goodwin. All right, Aaron, when you're ready. I'm beating on my lonely drum, girl, don't you want to come over? I'm halfway through a Chardonnay and I don't plan on staying sober. Well, you can bring your air guitar, don't let this night get any older. I'm beating on my lonely drum, girl, don't you want to come over? So get in your car, make it go Vroom, vroom, vroom There's a dance floor up in my living room room, room. I hope you get here soon Soon, soon <laughs> Come on That's awesome, Woo! man 
Ooh. Aaron Goodman. That's I mean, lovely drum. That, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes people, you you sound just like the record. Like that's not that doesn't always happen, you know. But doesn't it? <laughs> well, it, it sounds amazing. Um, Aaron Goodman's here, who's written songs, by the way, for Luke Bryan, John Party, Cole Swindell, Josh Grayson. So he's a songwriter. Obviously, uh, winner of the CCMA Songwriter of the Year, seven-time CCMA nominee. When you go to Canada, are they just like, "There's Aaron"? I can't go to malls. It's crazy. Isn't that just so wild? Like it's here, I would think you're thing. working at the mall. And then I come to America, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, exactly." They're like, uh, "What size? Can I get this in a different size, man?" That's got to be the weirdest thing to go somewhere and be wildly popular. It, it's, it's. It, I mean, it has its perks. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. It's great, but uh, you know, it's. There's a there's a common theme for me that like when I go, uh, it's very humbling to play shows in in the U.S. When like people come up and you're like playing your song and Lonely Drum and they're like, "Can you play Wagon Wheel? Like, please." <laughs> and uh, so, um, but then you know, I go up to Canada and it's just like this. It's just like a treat every time I go up there. I would never leave Canada. I would just be where I'm <laughs> celebrating. I would be like, "Oh, you know, this is it." You know, it's funny. I you know, my dream was always to be uh, like was always to move to Nashville and like be as big as I possibly could be and um, so when the Canada thing came along I met a guy who got me a record deal on War Music Canada up there and I literally my my first song was kind of like a top 50 thing and then the next thing was a top 10 the next thing after that was Lonely Drum and then now we go up and play you know of uh, almost a full set of songs that people know and it's just the coolest thing in the world but you know i love what i do and i don't mind going out and playing i just love to play for people so anytime i can play a show whether it's in the u.s or canada i'm just happy to do it and i just love i just this is just this whole thing is so exciting i'm just so excited that's pretty cool man (laughs) you're a you're a percussion player home player what's your name sir uh casey casey how are you good to see you casey's sitting on a box i just want to let everybody know what's happening and (laughs) and it's called a cajon it's a box you would you mind slapping that a little bit so that's when you, it's, you hit the different parts of it, and it makes like a, a bassier sound in the middle, yeah. or kind of like a snarier sound on top, <laughs> right? And so as they're playing, you know, I go boom, but you're doing the harmonies as well yep. as drumming. Yes. Now the challenge is, can you sing the high harmony part without him singing his part? Oh, uh, I've never been asked that before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, possibly. Yeah. Would you guys like to hear it? Yes. yes. yes of course. J- just a, just the hook, just the chorus of it. All right. Here we go. Now do it with them, Aaron, so they can hear them together now. Now you guys together, go. I'm all boom, boom, boom. So get in your car, make it go. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Let's dance for up in my living room, room, room. I hope you get here soon. Now I'll do the bass, all three of us. Let's go. Go. I'm going boom, boom, boom. Get in your car, make it go. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Let's dance for up in my living room, room, room. You'll get, get there here soon. soon. Nice job, guys. Soon. We're a, we're a, we're a trio here. Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, great, great performance today. Great job for you, too. That's that's tough to do without <laughs> hearing it. Yeah. But see how it fits together like a puzzle? Yes. <laughs> like when they do it together, it sounds like perfect. Now, I wouldn't suggest you do that alone, like go out and cha- do high harmonies by yourself. That's a kind of a weird show. Welcome to the show. I'm going to do just the high harmony parts of all your favorite songs. <laughs> um, Aaron Goodwin, you guys check out Lonely Drum. Uh, he has a number one in Canada called You Are. Yeah. Here's the huh. You are the best decision that I ever made. You 
He has a song called Boy Like Me that's currently a top 10 right now in Canada. I feel like we have a famous soccer player here from yes. like Spain <laughs> yes. that everybody worships. <laughs> totally. And we're like, I don't know anything about soccer. That's such a good comparison. Yeah, like Ronaldo is here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this will not be the last time we see you, Aaron, but I'd like to say great job today. It's a lot really fun. Uh, what's your guitar player's name here? Well, let's this check him out. Oh, yes. This is Will. Uh, Will. Will doesn't have a microphone. I, we just call Will. I would like to point out, I noticed Will's special guitar playing. Like, um, you, Aaron would just do the normal strumming, right? Yeah, rhythm, no like offense, but you're guitar. singing. No, I'm normal. It's cool. Yeah, and then he was doing the, the fancy... Well, let's give him a high. Let's give him a little okay, yeah. Can you play the solo, Will, without, without Aaron? Here we go. Let's go. Just give it. He said it's different. Let's hear like 15 time. seconds. You guys follow Aaron at <laughs> Aaron J. Goodvin. Go follow him on Instagram. Uh, Aaron, good to see you. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you for man. coming in. This, this, has, been, this awesome. has been a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to play, uh, we're playing him again this week in the dance party, right? Oh. We're going to put it up oh, there again. Yeah. Um, all right, there he is. Clap your hands one final time for Aaron Goodvin. Woo-hoo. All right, back Thank to you. Thank you all. Thanks for having me. On yesterday's show, we talked about how you have upspeak. Yes. Where you'll in a sentence and it yes. sounds like you're asking a question yeah yeah you're like hi my name's Amy <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. have you been conscious of that trying to work on it uh, Ashley is on who wants to talk about this okay Ashley in Vegas Ashley what do you think about this I don't think Amy needs to change anything about her voice at all oh that's nice you don't think when she yeah, talks no. and she gives a sentence and it ends like this that that's weird or, n- or you're fine with that yeah. No, no. I think that is her. I think, I mean, that's why people enjoy listening. And no, don't change for anybody. You're great just the way you are. Just keep doing what you're doing. I've never been a big fan of you're great just the way you are. Because mm. I always feel like there's always little improvements I can make to make me a better person. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I think it's just a saying. And I think that the call is very kind. But the, the person that noticed this about me said we're actually losing listeners because I talk this way. So it's like, I don't know how to win. Mm. I would say be conscious of it. I'm trying. But that's it. Don't let it reshape your whole life. Yeah, I walked on yesterday. Um, I wear a size 8 shoe. I just started naming facts about myself yeah. that are to be true. I am wearing jeans. All right. Hey, what? That's uh, what Ashley, thank you. Thank you for that call, Ashley. Hope you have a great yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, you too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Chelsea in Nashville is on uh, because coming up, a little later, we're going to find out if all those tourists on that tour bus recognize Lunchbox or not. Yeah. Chelsea, what would you like to say? Yeah, I just have a suggestion. So I have a name for it, Mock the Rock, the Mock the Rock bit. And so when people inevitably don't recognize Lunchbox, one of the top 25 famous people, to boost his ego back up, I suggest you guys take him down to Broadway and let the woo girls on the party buses woo that ego right back up. Because they will woo at anything. So you're saying you don't think they're going to recognize Lunchbox today? I don't. Okay. Mm. About 25 minutes or so, we'll find out if the tourists recognize Lunchbox. Did you say her name was Hater? Her name was Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, she's concerned about you. And no, no, she she's... also has something good in mind to take yeah. you downtown yeah. where everybody's just hammered. To lift you back up. Yes. After you Hammered failed. or not hammered, it doesn't matter. They recognize me sober. They lo- recognize me drunk. It happens everywhere. Chelsea, thank you for your call. We're going to find out later if they recognize them. Thank you. 
you. All right, bye-bye. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Hidden Valley is selling treat-sized ranch packets for Halloween, which yeah. I think is so... <laughs> so <laughs> weird. Wait, you wouldn't want to get that in your bag if you were a kid? No. No? I like sweet yeah, for I Halloween. Get- what mm-hmm. if it came with something like a buffalo wing? No. <laughs> just weird. You don't mix flavors. It's like breakfast food and, and dinner food. You can have them both separately, but you don't really have a pancake... You know, and corn. So you don't like, um, what about, I get the little uh, Halloween fun size pirate's booty, which is like a kid's snack. Like, I pass those out. Popcorn, though, seems a little more fun because you have it at the movies. Kids don't just go, can I get a packet of Hidden Valley? (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Well, if you're interested, you can go to hiddenvalley.com. And they're also selling uh, Hidden Valley Ranch costumes so adults can dress up as a bottle of ranch if they want to. They don't have kid sizes. but (laughs) The thing is, I like ranch dressing, but it makes me feel gross to talk about it. Are you and Caitlin going to dress up for Halloween? I don't, I don't know. That's so long from now. It's really not. It's over a m- It's seven, six, seven weeks. Okay. Yeah. Does anyone else know if they're dressing up? No. no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Amy looked at me like, well, come on, it's tomorrow. <laughs> well, you can get a ranch. What, Amy, what are you going to be? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this mom put up a ketchup hack, speaking of condiments, on TikTok, and it's gotten like over a million views because people are like, what? This is crazy. Me too. Mind blown. You take the ketchup pack, and normally I rip off the corn and pour it onto my plate or squeeze it onto my plate. But she says, turn it horizontally, rip off the whole top part, and then you have a little, like, boat that you dip your French fry into for your ketchup. I don't understand what you just said. (laughs) Oh, really? No, you turn it horizontal, so it's like a rectangle, and then you take off that top part, and then you open it in your hand like a little boat. Oh, then you spread it open. Spread it open. And then you dip your French fry into it. I wouldn't be able to pull that off without getting it all over me. It will. It'll get all over you. Well, I'm just, okay, think about this. You're on the go. You've gotten your fast food to go. On, you, if I'm on the go, it means I'm going somewhere and I'm going to get my ketchup on me. <laughs> That's what that means. Or you're eating in your car. Yeah. You're not driving. I don't I know. I do wish more places made those like Whataburger ketchup packs. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like the honey mustard ketchup mm-hmm. pack. Or, they need that where you can just sit down and dip. But I don't believe in what you just said. Really? Well, I just I, don't believe in me. It was a hack from TikTok. You don't get mad at me. It was... Uh, Erica, she said. She classic, hey, classic like Erica, so right? Erica. That's so Erica. All right, what else? So if you haven't heard yet, Walker Hayes and Kesha released a crossover version of Fancy Like, and Kesha said she was pumped to join in on this song and kind of yell and celebrate the most magical things that, you know, helped make her who she is. Stuff that's cheap and free. Boy, put that dumb down. Take me to Waffle House. Give me those cheap thrills chilling in the deep south. But every now and then when I get paid, I gotta... I like Kesha still. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. <laughs> Wake it in the morning yeah, like, like P. Diddy. Like, What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> Kesha was awesome back in the day. Like, I think, you know, if you're young, you have, you know, that Kesha, like, exploded on the scene because it was just so original. So crazy. Now it's, it's kind of like, I don't know if people think of Kesha now. <laughs> I don't know if young people think Kesha's cool, but Kesha's cool. All right, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A mom and dad in Wisconsin are going to head to the grocery store for a couple of groceries, and they tell their 13-year-old son, Briar, you're in charge of your sisters. We'll be right back. They leave. About 10 minutes later, Briar notices smoke. He's like, uh-oh, something's on fire. The house catches on fire. So what's he do? He gets all four of his sisters, youngest one, six months old, out of the house. Then he goes back in and gets, woof, 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 gets Mandy the dog, saves him. Wow. Oh. 13-year-old son. Wow. That's pretty cool. Also, Amazing. we have to at least acknowledge the name Briar. 
for a kid, Thorn, Thornbush. Oh, Briar Thornbush. Yeah, Briar I've Patch. Of, I've never heard of our kid named Briar. Have you guys? No. no. Do we like it? It's not it's, bad. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Sounds. sounds, <laughs> sounds <laughs> you don't like it? Nah. I think it's cute. I always think people who search for weird names for their kids just so they can have a different name, like it's pretty attention-y. As I name my kid, yeah. who knows? What's, Wait for yeah, it. I don't know, but I don't know if I, I don't know about Briar. Um, okay, that's a, it's a good kid though. Thirteen years old, but thirteen, you should start being able to do that, right? Yeah, but I mean, I can't believe they leave a thirteen-year-old with a six-month-old. That's crazy. That's a lot of responsibility. And me at thirteen, I could have handled babysitting. You are a very uh, uh, responsible. Yeah, you are very mature, but so what Briar, about your thirteen-year-old? No chance. No, really? No, yeah. we're not there yet. Really? Uh-uh, uh-uh. No chance. I just yeah. think at thirteen, like I was like a real. I felt like I was a real adult. If we left him in charge of our three kids, there would be it would be like a frat house. There'd be food everywhere. They would throw a party, loud music. But no. would he let them hurt themselves? I mean, they'd be alive when we got back. Okay, well, <laughs> isn't that the point? I <laughs> guess. Okay, that's what it's all about, right there. That was tell me something good. What's happening, friends? Don't forget, tomorrow and Saturday, the iHeartRadio Music Festival will air as a live national radio broadcast across 150 iHeart stations or on iHeartRadio.com or the iHeartRadio app. You can watch the live stream on the CW app or CWTV.com. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. We can't wait to go. We are leaving tomorrow right after the show. We'll spend a weekend in Las Vegas. That being said, it's time for the investigative morning corny. All right. You want to gamble on this? Speaking of Vegas? Yeah. Let's do it. What, what do we, how do we gamble? Amy got a free 50 bucks. Oh, so we, so we win that $50. I love it. No. Oh. You want to gamble it so you can't stop Amy, us? it's not even yours. It's not no. even yours. What does it matter? Raise. No. no. It is mine because it was in my bag. You want to bet right. $1 who can get it first of us three? Fine. I'm really in the gambling mood right now. We're going $1, to Vegas. $1, fine. Right. Okay. 90 seconds. Amy, go. The morning corny. What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Watch a fishing tournament. What's the best way to watch? Um, I want to say stuff out loud. What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Hook. Something with hook. With, watch. The, Sitting see, on the dock. See. Dock of the bay. You Something with it, net. You deep sea it. Deep sea that. Oh, you deep sea this. Tournament. Do, 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 on the deep sea. Eyes. Underwater. Eyes of the tournament. What's the best? What's the question again? What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Tournament. Tournament. Watch a fishing tournament. Why do you keep going tournament yeah, like turn-a-ment. that? Tournament. Something out of a tournament. I don't know. Turn around. What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Hey, what about cast? On like a broadcast. That would be good. A broadcast or a stream. Oh, a stream. Broadcast, like a, a stream? Streaming yeah, it? yeah. Streaming yeah. it? Streaming it. Streaming. I'm not good at corny The jokes. tournament. What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Stream it. The stream. I'll go with the broadcast. But that's what he said. You can't go with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, well, he, he, if he's changing his ass, no, I want the dollar. Why, why are you taking mine? Well, because you started no, 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 changing the, the dollar. Broadcast is really good, too. But streaming, I feel, is... Very obvious. Well, I think this is, is is this joke told in the 80s or today? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, what you are we download what, it? What are we gonna go with? Ten seconds. I think eight hmm. seconds. Broadcast. What's the joke? What's the joke? What, what's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? A broadcast. No, <laughs> I like streaming. A broadcast is tough. Oh though. no. Okay, I'll go broad. You even said it, so I'm gonna. But I'm gonna pick yours. Are you picking streaming? I, I mean, I'd like streaming. Lunchbox, you you have the final answer we get to give. Uh, I think it's broadcast. Okay. 
Let's uh, let's go. We're going with broadcast. The morning corny. What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Live stream. Oh <laughs> no! Dang. We were so close. Oh, we had it. I, I know. Stream. We picked the wrong one. Yeah. Okay, we lost. We well, owe you a dollar, Amy. A dollar coming your way, Amy. Yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts. Sometimes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> nice. On the phone right now is Stephen, who lives in Kentucky. Stephen, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Been listening to you all for two weeks now, every day. Two, two weeks. weeks. No. What do you think? Yeah, what do you I think just, about this show? Two weeks. You're a new listener. Like, why did you stumble onto us, and what has made you stay? Uh, I'm a truck driver. Yeah. And I've been changing my ways a little bit. Been listening to talk radio. Stumbled upon you guys. It's been loved it every minute. Something new every day. Yeah, what about the show? Are you like, okay, let me, I'd like to listen to the show again today. It's so hard to get someone to listen to anything these days. There are 10 million options. So what about you, Stephen, made you go, all right, I'm I'm, I'm up again, I'm driving, let me put on the Bobby Bone Show. Y'all have something new to talk about every day. Yeah. It's not the same thing over and over like the other talk radios. Dang right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Better believe it. Well, what is your question for us, Stephen? If you had to pick one Tom Hanks movie... What would it be and why? For me, it's easily Forrest Gump, like in a heartbeat. Greatest movie of my lifetime, I think. Like, just, it's it's Forrest Gump. That's the quick reaction. I also love A League of Their Own. A good one. A very underrated Tom Hanks movie. Yes. But I go Forrest Gump. Amy? I would go, ugh, say, uh, probably Big, because oh, that's like You almost said Saving Private Ryan. Yep. I know, but then that'd be depressing. That was almost like uh, who's the old cartoon character that's like saving, 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 saving private right? Big, uh, <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, Foghorn Leghorn. I say, I say, I private, say. I say private, 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 private. I, I mean, pick big, big. It's <laughs> such a good movie, but I don't want to be that sad, so I'll go with big. Eddie, I mean, Forrest Gump's the greatest, right? So yeah. I have to go Forrest Gump. Didn't you like the Terminal a lot? Oh, I loved the Terminal. I just could never get interested enough to watch it. Oh, it's so good. Did you like it? It was okay. Not my favorite Tom Hanks movie. I feel like you guys wandering around in the airport. That's me every weekend. (laughs) But there's so (laughs) much more to that. And it's based on a true story, which is crazy. The Green Mile was really good. So good. And it took a little twist at the end I wasn't expecting because it gets a little little wacky. Yeah. Without spoiling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a jail movie from like back in the 50s. But it did come out a long time ago. But it gets a little wacky. And so um, I never saw Sully, but I did see Captain Phillips. Kind okay. of the same movie. That's why no. I thought. I yeah. kind of felt like kind I was covering both. Um, <laughs> like I covered both parts in the bingo card when I watched one of them. Right. No, I totally disagree. It's I am the captain. D- very mm-hmm. different movies. Captain Sully, and he's the captain in the boat too. No, kind one of the was same a movie. pilot that landed on the Hudson, and another one was both in the water. In mm. the. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We're not saying they're exactly the same, but they're similar. <laughs> Do you guys watch Turner and Hooch back in the day? Oh, yes. of course. So good. That was a jam. What is yours, Stephen? What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? I will be the Green Mile. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, a recent one. Yeah, that one's really oh, great. You, did you got Mr. Mail? Was, I don't okay. really remember that one. What? Meg Ryan. You know, I know. You got mail, and there was the other one, too. Like Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, that one's oh, phenomenal. Did you ever see Catch Me If You Can? What do you mean, did I see? I was at the theater. It was awesome. I've, I've never seen that one. Oh, Eddie. And you're the it. biggest Tom Hanks mm-hmm. fan in the world. You need to watch it. It's so good. Yeah, you'd like that. And it's kind of based on a real story. Okay. Yes. So. It's the segment we've all been waiting for. Drum roll, please. We're now going to see if Lunchbox is one of the top 25 most famous people in country music, which he yes. claims. Woo! 
So Lunchbox claims to be a celebrity. Absolutely. Top 25 in Nashville. Very popular. Everywhere you go, you get recognized. People want pictures, autographs, things like that. This all began with a video we saw of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He pulled up next to one of those tourist buses, and he goes, Anybody seen The Rock? This is kind of funny. There's a tour bus here that always tours through my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? (laughs) (laughs) And so Lunchbox claimed this would happen to him if he did this here in town. Because there are, in Nashville, a lot of these... You know, get on, we'll show you where celebrities record music, country music stars used to live, that kind of thing. Yeah, we'll show you the bars, we'll show you everything about the city, and, you know, maybe you'll run into a celebrity. So we linked up with a local sightseeing tour bus in Nashville called Gray Line, Tennessee. And Scuba, tell me how you orchestrated this. Like, describe where he was standing, what the bus did, that kind of thing. So the plan was to have two different sets of teams. Uh, I was with Lunchbox to record video and get audio, and then I sent up Abby, our phone screener, and Kevin, who works behind the scenes, um, and they put them on the bus to do video and audio. Oh, they were on the bus. They were on the bus, planted as people who are tourists. Nice. So we can get audio reaction if there was or wasn't any. And he couldn't claim one way or the other that something did or didn't happen. Exactly. So we had two different teams to, to verify. Okay. I like what I'm seeing here. And so, Lunchbox, you're standing on the street? I'm standing on the street. It's And see, what we did is there was no real safe spot like where I could stand, so it was right where they loaded the bus. So right before they're about to take off okay. is when this went down. And are you feeling confident? I'm feeling great. Did I'm you wa- have to like hide so they wouldn't rush you? Oh, before? yeah, yeah. Because they were all sitting outside the bus beforehand, so I had to stand down the street. Like I didn't want people to see me because then the bus would be late taking off and it would ruin the whole thing because they would see me beforehand. So I came walking up once everybody's on, and it's like four minutes till they're going to depart. They depart. But they're sitting on the bus. They're all sitting on, on the bus, and it was a nice, beautiful, sunny day, so it wasn't like people were in the bus. They were on top. Okay. And so I was like, yep, here we go. And I came striding up, had my chest puffed out. I was like, yeah, buddy. I don't know how this plays out, because even on the sheet here, it says clip one, LB paying off the bit. Okay. 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 So... Do people recognize him? One final time, yes or no? No. You say no just in general. I mean, I'm just going to go with, yeah, no. It doesn't happen for him. I say yes. Like, maybe four or five people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, that's Lunchbox. That's crazy. Okay. I say no. I do say no. Okay. Let us hear the clip of Lunchbox walking up to the bus are they sitting with windows open? No, or no, is- it's an open top. Like okay, It's like top. it's like got the it, top it, has it. been cut off. So <laughs> they see you, you see them. I see them, they see me, they see the celebrity walking up. All right, here we go, and here is the clip. Hey, y'all know where I can find Lunchbox? Hey, you guys know where I can find Lunchbox? Don't worry, I'll wait. You can take pictures. Yeah, if you can just show me where Lunchbox is, yeah, it's me. Good to see you guys. I, mean, I don't think The Rock had to go, yeah, it's me. So awkward. He's in, the Rock did not have to say it twice. It sounds like the bus is empty, but that's just nobody making a noise. Right. They're, well, here's the problem. They're I, scared, probably. No, 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 no. Did you hear how loud that bus was? I don't oh, know. Oh, Scuba's yelling. That's What, Scuba? That's crap. They're, they're, <laughs> come on. There's even a, we had some audio on the bus. There's another clip here. We got a faint reaction from somebody if you want to hear that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I love a good reaction. Okay, here is somebody um, reacting to Lunchbox going, hey, you want to see Lunchbox? Maybe Lunchbox is a place. Lunchbox is a place. He says, maybe Lunchbox is a place. See, that was my concern. That's how small the reaction was. They heard him. They saw him. He was there for a solid 25 seconds. (laughs) Nothing. Can I hear him again? Because I really, uh, his Lunchbox is part. Because he says it. 
He thinks maybe they just didn't hear me. He says it again. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, y'all know where I can find Lunchbox? Hey, you guys know where I can find Lunchbox? Don't worry, I'll wait. You can take pictures. <laughs> yeah, if you can just show me where Lunchbox is, yeah, it's me. Good to see you guys. Mm-hmm. How did you walk away? <laughs> With my head held high. Yeah. I mean, after everybody took their pictures, I just walked Ooh. back. Who took a picture? All those people take Did a, a pic- single person take a picture, Scuba? No. <laughs> Nobody took a picture. Like, what is he seeing Nothing. in his mind? Yes. Like, yes. like, this is, I think like, this answer's a deal. lie. He's no, 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 here's the problem. You're not right. There's no problem. No, 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 there is a problem. On that bus, there was a bunch of 85-year-old people, okay? <laughs> and so the, the target de- demographic wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I was expecting people to be <laughs> hip and in the know. These people had no idea. They wouldn't know if the president walked out there. They'd be like, No, he's oh. in their wheelhouse. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't know The Rock either because they were so old. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Deb at Grayline, Tennessee. Book your tour when you come to Nashville nice. at graylinetn.com. And if you need a black car service or charter, graylinetn.com. Wow. How many people were on that bus? Uh, I don't know, 20, 25. Oh, oh my wow. God. Heard nothing. Wow. That's a lot. Like, but I feel like people got quieter because they were scared that yes. some random guy came up. And, and here's the other problem. Here's the other problem. They weren't ready for it. They they weren't on the tour yet. They were still on, you know, the, they hadn't started. So but they if were you're probably, so famous, it, it doesn't matter it doesn't what matter. I mean. If Tom Hanks walked up to me <laughs> and I'm nope. halfway in a bite of a water nope. burger. Nope, they were sitting there looking at their phones. So they weren't expecting it. If like, they were like, oh, you know, here comes the rocks. Oh, there's the rock. You know what I mean? Because rock even said they're, they're not in expecting my, it driving down the street. Yes, the rock because they the said car. the rock said they're in my neighborhood. So they are even saying we're approaching they're the rocks out. I'm just saying, okay. there there was a lot of flaws in this study. Okay, so we basically needed the bus to drive by no, the radio station. we don't want to go station. by my house. Oh, yeah, radio station's fine. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we see now the lunchbox. I mean, just listen. Oh, okay. listen. Oh, you, oh, if you play it one more time, you I think you hear someone. Hey, y'all know where I can find lunchbox? Hey, you guys know where I can find lunchbox? <laughs> don't worry, I'll wait. You can take pictures. <laughs> yeah. If you can just show me where Lunchbox yeah, it's me. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Mm, I don't hear anything. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Weird. I think we'll wrap it up on that. Okay. I mean, that's funny. Hey, good to see you guys. <laughs> well, so, so this solves it. You can yeah, no longer claim to be. No, for the next week, you got to call me bud. Top 25. No. What? That was the deal. Nobody reacted. You're Wait, not famous. You no, that was the deal. The deal went, was if someone reacted, we'd call you Top 25. Yeah, Nobody, that guy reacted. Did you not hear him say? <laughs> it like no, someone he said, crying. I think That was the bus driver shutting the door, but that's the handle. Experts say your phone will help you with your diet. People who played three minutes of a game were able to turn off, like, bad cravings that they didn't want to have. It's basically just distraction. Okay. Sometimes I want candy. I just need candy. I just need candy. I need chocolate. I need candy. But now if I just played... Apparently, pick up your phone. Don't don't play Candy Crush. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Maybe that's worried. the candy I need. Yeah. But it's just all a distraction. Uh, does coffee boost your brain? Yes. The answer is no. What? It doesn't? That People isn't. feel no more mentally alert or energized when compared to a test group who thought they may have been drinking coffee but weren't. What an interesting sample of people. Because I find that to be the opposite. I don't even know if it's placebo or not, but I take that first sip and I'm like, ah. The only thing caffeine does for me at this point is not give, when I have it, it keeps me from having a headache. Mm. Oh, wow. It doesn't boost me, but I got in the habit of drinking it. And I don't like coffee. I hate the taste of coffee. But, yeah, caffeine doesn't really do anything for me. A good night's sleep does. Yeah. 
I rarely get that, but a good night's sleep. I'm like this. <laughs> Shot out of a cannon. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I saw this on a meme. If you were given $10,000 to go into one store and spend all $10,000, what's the one store you go into? You got to spend it all there, and it's brick and mortar. Whoa. Brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. Brick, brick, brick. It's not online. Nope, not online. Was that Rick and Morty? Yeah. Oh. Soldier Boy? Got it. Yeah. Brick, brick, brick and mortar. Okay. What's the store you're going to? $10,000, go. Target. Because I can get great. so much stuff. You can get stuff. so much. I can get all the things mm-hmm. for everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it'll be so amazing. And I I have no problem spending that there. Are you more of a go to Target and get a lot of little things or go to Target and get some big things? Because well, 10000 bucks, you can go into a jewelry yeah. store and just yes. get a, 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 a Really nice. Yeah, no. I want to go get all the things from all the doors. I'm going to get cl- all the cleaning supplies that I dream about. Oh, you dream about cleaning supplies? supplies? We need to work on those dreams. (laughs) I can get stuff for the dog, the cat, the kids, clothes, pajamas, automotive. All right. You still have 9,000 left? I got (laughs) Apple. (laughs) No, I'm saying all departments. You can buy all food, snacks. If you had 30 minutes to spend $10,000 in one store. Oh, you only have 30 minutes. Well, we're going (laughs) to. An hour. okay? Okay, thank you. I'm going to the Apple store. Oh, wow, oh. that's good. Because I can get... Yeah, but oh, how many computers are you going to get? Well, yeah. I, I just need one, but I can get a new computer, mm-hmm. like $3,000. Yeah, that's true. I can get a new Apple Watch. I can get some things, some trackers for my dogs. Like, Phones. I feel like I could get things I would really use yeah. for a long time there. So I would go to the Apple store. Eddie? Oh, Dick's Sporting Goods, for sure. That was my second one. That's the look, best one. Look, there's golf. There's mm-hmm. fishing. There's uh, My boys are all in sports. I'd get them all the best bats. Some of those little league bats, <laughs> they're so expensive. I would get them the top of the line. How is that going with buying your kids all that stuff? Is Because you have four kids. Are you constantly buying sports equipment? No, because uh, they're just at that perfect age where I bought my oldest son all that stuff. So now my eight-year-old is getting to that point. So he's starting oh, to pass it down. Dude, the passing down is the best thing in the world. And your kids don't feel like secondhand stinks? No. That's good. Nope, they don't. Now Do they if, think if, it's cool, though, since they're getting it from the other brother? Well, it just depends. Like, if that year they come up with a really good line of bats and, like, the one that I got five years ago isn't that good, mm-hmm. yes, I should probably buy the new one. I'm going to go over and talk to Haley in Missouri real quick. Haley, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, how are you? We're doing pretty good. What do you want to say? I just want to give Amy some recognition. I was listening to her Four Things podcast, and she uh, bought a teacher's entire Amazon list. I just think that was really awesome of her. I'm a nurse. My husband's a police officer, and my sister's a teacher. So we are all in that service type of profession, and I just know that it means a lot to that teacher that she did that for. Well, I'll say this about Amy. we are I'm not surprised that she did that. Oh, well, I didn't say that directly. I mean, that is what happened. I just wanted that teacher to know that her stuff was taken care of. But I more so brought it up to let others know that teachers have Amazon lists and to remember to maybe get a link to it if you can and buy one item or multiple if you are able to. But yeah, thank you for the call. That's so nice. And thank you for all that you do. Oh, absolutely. I hope you guys have a great day. Yeah, thank you. There's a new episode of Four Things Up today. What's what's on the episode? Oh, I have Serena Dyer on. She's her dad is Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, like like a self guru type person, self help, motivation, spiritual leader. And he passed away, and so his daughters are kind of carrying on his legacy. And they wrote a book called The Knowing. So we talk about their book. Sounds like a horror movie. It's, <laughs> the Knowing. <laughs> no, but it's very interesting. Like I tell her about how when I see a cardinal, I think of my mom, and she's like, "Oh yeah, for sure, it's your mom." Oh. And I'm like, "Okay, interesting." She knows that for sure. 
She truly believes that um, people, they, that our loved ones that have passed on send us messages all the time. So I'm like, okay. Uh, and then I was like, my dad visited as a blue jay. And now she's like, okay, you're crazy. She did. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said she has all these crazy stories of her dad coming back. And then she just, I, it's, it's an interesting chat for sure. So check it out. Check it out. Four things with Amy Brown. Let us play this now. Here is Lee Bryce, one of them girls, Bobby Bone Chip. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Lawrence Brooks from New Orleans celebrated his birthday. It was one of those drive-by parties where people drove by to celebrate. But the reason this is a good story is because he turned 112 years old and is the oldest living World War II veteran in the United States. He's 112? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. They brought the Army along, drove by And they should have. Yes. How cool is that? 112 years old. I don't know that I've heard of anyone that old in America. Well, now you've heard of Lawrence Brooks. He if, if he didn't have his ID, let's say he went to the grocery store. Exactly. And he, okay. And, he, and his ID was expired. You know, would Jasmine sell him alcohol? That's I don't the question. Know. Yeah, probably not. Because I don't think she would. No, she wouldn't. And but be, she should. And he'd be like, look at my face. <laughs> I'm 112. That's an awesome story. That's 112. That's, I mean, that's three of my lifetimes. Yeah. He's seen some stuff, I bet. Here's the story Hester Ford believes that she was born in 1905 and that she's currently 114 years old. What do you mean she believes? That's what the story says. I looked up old. I just Googled <laughs> I oldest person in the United States right I'm now. I'm not taking her word for it. She's yeah. 114. You know what? I believe I'm 25. Like, if, we, if we can do this. Uh, wild. That's wild. All right. Good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. After we leave the air, you can call and leave us a voicemail. Same phone number that you can call us and talk to us live. 877 877- 77 Bobby. Here is the voicemail from last night. Hey, Bobby. Uh, I was just curious if you had an update on your colonoscopy. I know that you were scheduled to get one. It seemed like it was supposed to be last week. Uh, just curious what's going on. I had been scheduled to get one and did not go as planned, so it never happened. So I was just curious. I uh, hope you're doing well. Thank you. Um, I actually did one myself last night. Whoa. Really? Yeah, okay. just the home version. <laughs> Went to the gas station, it's bought some PVC. Um, it's in a few weeks, but I almost don't want to tell you when it is because I had a doctor's appointment for the initial, and I have to have one in upper intestines and lower intestines because I have such issues. The woman told me, because I'm like, not to get gross on digestive stuff, but she says some people have it so bad they use the bathroom once a month. Oh, my. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. She goes, yeah. Oh. And so... Oh. I think I have a bad, but that whoever the nameless person, if you listen to this show, thoughts and prayers, because that's <laughs> that's awful. Um, but I don't want to tell you guys because I want to come in and work the day I get it because people tell me okay. I can't. All right, what this we're gonna know because you're gonna be. Are you? Up. How I are we gonna know? So. Hey, I Unless know. you're just so determined to. I think it's impossible to keep in. That's but, right. Okay. So you're not going to know. What are we looking for, Amy? Yeah, I what mean, are the signs? A bucket? I don't know if I'm pulling a bucket behind me. Yeah. Um, but it is in the next <laughs> few weeks at some point. Let's see. Everybody told me I couldn't do it. They told me I can do a lot of other things in my life, too. Hmm, oh. Interesting. So my goal is to do this show, do the colonoscopy, then come back the next day and be like, what's up, baby? How do they get those upper ones? It's the camera goes up there higher. They, they go higher. One in the throat, one in the butt. <laughs> Do they That's really? I start walking your way. You start walking mine. We meet in the middle. Need that large oh, oh, intestine. Oh, oh, oh. No, but really. What? Did they really? 
That's no, I, I don't know. No. Okay, because oh. I only have I think it they go, one way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think well, I think they just make a stop earlier and they just keep going. Well, listen, mine was 20 years ago. They made advances. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is voicemail number two. It's Tommy from Las Vegas. Uh, I just want to give Lunchbox a heads up. If he has an expired license when he comes to Vegas and they ID him, they're not going to let him gamble. They're going to let him, tell him that he needs to leave the area. Wow. So uh, my advice, you need to get your license renewed, bro. That's one thing we do out here. If you get an expired license, it's no longer valid. We don't let you gamble. Respond, bro. Uh, look, I mean, I'll just go up to the table, show him my ID, and explain. I tried to go to the DMV. The DMV was closed because of COVID, so there you go. No, That'll for sure not. work. I, and, and then I you got, can write a letter to them afterwards. Yeah, right? yeah. they're going to let me play. Okay. Do they, do they always call you? Dear Caesar. I mean, here's the truth. <laughs> Mr. Caesar. The, the casino doesn't even ID you very often. Like, if you look over 21, they're like, oh, you can just sit down. They don't ID, like, Jasmine at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, you know, keeping tabs on Fort Knox. You can't come in here. Hey, unless you hit the big one, though. Miss oh, yeah. To the Gold Nugget family. <laughs> Mrs. Oh Nugget. Y'all, this is when Lunchbox is going to hit big, yes. and then they're going to want an ID, and he's not going to get it. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Hey, but you know what? If that happens, you'll probably make the news. One of my friends <laughs> was in Vegas, and she wasn't old enough to play a slot machine, but she like stepped over like the rope to get over there, and she mm-hmm. put some money in. Her name is Stephanie. Stephanie Tanner. She oh, put some money in, oh. won a huge, huge amount on a slot machine, mm-hmm. and then she was like, ah, ah, ah. And then they couldn't give her the money because she was a kid. That's terrible. Yeah, one of your friends. Yeah. Listen, my my only friends were characters on TV shows, yeah, guys, as kids, so <laughs> relax. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Although I forget if it was Stephanie or DJ now that I think back. I can't remember either. Is one of them. Let's start with this. A prominent South Carolina lawyer who found the bodies of his wife and son three months ago tried to arrange his own death earlier this month so his son would get the $10 million life insurance payment. But the planned fatal shot only grazed him. So he hired a hitman. What? This is crazy. This story, this, this whole family story is... Heard. Because it starts with the family being killed. Yes. And they're because they're wondering what happened. Yeah. Right? They think they know what happened. But he's, he's a lawyer. He's been involved in some, some criminal cases. Uh-huh. His family dies. So he hired a hitman to kill him, but it didn't happen, right? Yeah, so what happened is his son was about to go to trial for a boat accident that killed a 19-year-old girl. So the the 22-year-old son and his mother got killed. He found the bodies. And oh, then, that's what it was. It's a different story than the other one we talked about the other day. Right. And that so, was a judge. That's right. That was right. a judge whose family and this, died. And this is a really rich lawyer family. They have a history in the state. Like Their uh, family goes back and was on the legislative board. And so then this guy has an opioid addiction, was stealing millions of dollars from his law firm, and they were going to find out. So he hired a hitman to kill him on the side of the road so his other sin would get the $10 million life insurance policy. It is bananas. Like, it is a soap opera. My story doesn't say all that. Yeah, man. I've been reading all about this family for months. How do you know for months? I saw the story today. No, no, but the the I I read it when the son and the mom were killed. Right. Well, we talked about that, didn't Mm -hmm. we? I don't know if we did, but I remember seeing them on the cover of a magazine, like yes. prominent family, two people, you know, murdered and in son their dead. cabin or whatever. Yeah. And the twenty, the son that was killed was about to go on trial for a boat accident where he was boating and drinking, and a nineteen-year-old died, and some other people were injured. Okay, but I, I just need to ask this, unless you said it and I missed it. Who killed the mom and the son? They, they don't, don't know. know. They have not arrested anybody. There's no. They have. They're still investigating. But Bones, you said you. They may know. 
right? Well, what I read was they have an idea. Okay. okay. They have an idea. I'm just saying if he's but a But I don't want to say lawyer. the idea because I don't want to make coming to me. No, yeah, no, no, I know. Some lawyer came out. I don't know what lawyer it was. If it was the hitman's lawyer or someone else goes, oh, we know who did it. That's me. Yeah. And okay. I, but I don't, it's something we talk about cartel stuff. I just, I do the Homer Simpson meme where he backs into the bushes <laughs> <Okay>. and disappears. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't talking about this. See, because I haven't kept up with this at all. But when I first saw it, I was like, oh, the husband must have done it. But maybe he didn't, and if he's a criminal lawyer, then there's some, like, it's some weird revenge or keep people quiet or something kind of thing. Yeah, but he gave the hitman the gun, everything, and so the hitman drove by. He pulled over with a quote-unquote flat tire in the middle of nowhere. Guy shot him, drove off, ditched the gun. Only problem is he didn't do a good shot. Just like grazed uh, his head. Yeah, like fractured his skull. I mean, come on. You're hired to do one job. Here's my question. Hmm. Do you rat out the hitman? If he doesn't kill you? <sighs> well, yeah, how'd they find out? That it, that's he, my question. He confessed question. because they, he, went to the, he called 911, went to the hospital. So he ratted out the hit. Did you, yes. But did he say who the hitman was? Yes. Oh, oh that's oh, so wrong. You're the one guy. that hired you him. You're the one that paid him. I mean, but he's not a good dude anyway, I'm sure. The he's hit just man. doing a job, Amy. Right, but no, but we can't. You can can't tell on yourself, people. like I hired someone to try to... But you don't rat out the hitman. And then yeah. why do you... I think he probably just... He finally gave up. He just surrendered to the situation. At this point, he's Ugh. like, oh my gosh, I didn't die. Forget it. I'm Just take me in. I'll tell you everything. Well, you know he had insurance for much longer. No. Yeah, I think that got dropped, that policy probably. Oh, that's just... This is just devastating. Okay. Next story. <sighs> yeah, take a breath. Well, I was going to do the, the blogger that's missing, but I'm not going to do that. Oh, one. no. This that one, no, you so got to talk about this one. This one's crazy, too. Everybody been watching this in the news? Yes. yes. She's like 22. She goes on a trip with her boyfriend. The, yeah, like, they live in different places. And yeah. he goes back to he goes back to Florida. They don't know where she is. I saw he gets a lawyer and is like, I'm not talking anymore. I mean, her, oh, it's tragic. Her dad was on the news. I saw him this morning, like pleading for everyone to share her face on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, wherever, so that ev- everyone can see her face. The disappearance of Gabby Petito. Continues to remain unsolved, and now police have named her boyfriend Brian Laundry as a person of interest. They left New York in July on a cross-country trip, made stops in Colorado and Utah. Her mother last heard from her on August 25th when she told her mom they were on their way to the Grand Teton National Park and Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. He returned to their Florida home in September, but without her. And so he won't talk to investigators. Police are eager to speak with them. He was back home 10 days before her family reported her missing. They said that he needs to come forward. His family has released a statement saying it's an extremely difficult time for both families. Search parties are being organized to search the parks they were headed to. Yeah, I mean, it's so bizarre. I don't know. Am I missing anything that anybody else knows? So they were going on a cross-country trip, and they were documenting it on YouTube. So people were following along with this cool adventure, living out of a van, and there was a police report of them at one national park. Where she hit him in the face. Where she was hitting yeah. him in the face. And it was supposedly over a cell phone. Not sure exactly what was on the cell phone. And then after that, it was like, I'm not getting good cell phone reception to the mom. And that's the last she heard from her. And when she slapped him, it was that they didn't file it as a domestic assault. They were they filed as like an emotional, like an emo. Something. A, a mental, emotional break or something. But no arrests were made because there wasn't enough evidence or something enough to charge so yeah and then she he just goes home and it's like i'm not talking so they impounded the van they've searched the van but no when someone clue. goes they're not talking like immediately all right. eyes go to that person yes. yes i mean all eyes would have been on him anyway because yeah, he was the last was one too. with her 
Right, because if he, she goes missing when you're with her, you would call 911. You wouldn't drive back across the country and just show up in Florida without her. Yeah, and let her parents go 10 days without knowing where she is. Unless they got in some big fight and he left and he's like, I have no idea where she is and I don't really care. I mean, that could that be. That could be. Amy, I never even thought about that. Oh, really? That's no, I really I, didn't. You would just leave someone on the side of the road, Amy? No. Because I didn't think about that because I would never no. leave anyone on the side of the road. Shut up. <laughs> you think about things all the time that I would never think about. But I just thought... Not like, a bad idea, Amy. I, I don't know because how, and then maybe he the, comes out today and says that <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I don't know. It's very sad. I feel so bad for her. But family. if he, but if he didn't do anything, if he just left her on the side of the road, he would talk. I would think so too. Unless, in my opinion, unless he made a mistake way early and was like, "I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say anything. I'm getting an attorney because I don't want to say anything stupid." Right, because you know they're going to try to pin it on him. Well. He might need to have a pinned on him. Maybe, yes, I, I agree. It might be him, but you just hear of, well, I watched TV shows. <laughs> where... This is just like Lacey Peterson, like almost the same kind of close situation. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. And how if you watch that Scott Peterson documentary, the first episode or so, you're like, Scott didn't do it. Yeah. And then you keep watching it and you're like, mm, I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. And he was, he started off as not a person of interest. And then finally, all, all fingers pointed to him. And it's like, oh, well, I don't know what to do. I still need to watch that, huh? It's fine. It's yeah. good. It's just something that I don't know. I don't remember it happening when Nancy it happened. Nancy Grace is in it. <laughs> I mean, she's been a she's lot. the most annoying. <laughs> yeah, she, like television personality maybe in the history of my yeah. lifetime. But 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 still but so successful. So is it because she's so annoying that people are like, okay, fine. I mean, because she's always she in was, documentaries and movies well, and shows. Well, now she's just annoying. Okay. She used, it used to be a thing where I was kind of like, let me see what Nancy Grace has to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what made her famous was the Natalie Holloway story. Yeah. That was her big thing because she stayed on it for a long time when Natalie Holloway went missing in, what was the island? Aruba. Ar- Aruba. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Vandersloot. Yeah, that was wild. I mean. I mean, this has turned into a whole podcast. Yeah. Like, her, that lawyer story is crazy. It, it's, I didn't even have all that in my sheet. It's it, crazy that you also knew about all that. I've read That's about what it he for does months. In time, yes. I, well, I mean, it's just when I saw the first story, I was like, "Oh, interesting." And then I just kept following it. And then three months to the day when they were found, the dad is shot. It's just like, huh? This is weird. A uh, mother is warning parents about a dangerous fake TikTok uh, uh, fad that kids are doing a trend where they're eating magnets, swallowing magnets. Whoa, why would they do that? So that they can see if they'll stick to each other. The trend Stop involves it. putting round magnets at the top and bottom of your tongue to have a fake piercing. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then they're yeah. swallowing it. And they're swallowing it. it. Oh, so Accidentally, okay. because I mean, they're not, not, it's not literally pierced. Yeah, it's bad. He had to have surgery to remove his appendix, his small intestine, and 12 inches of his large intestines. Oh, my. Because this those changed, magnets went down there. This just changed his life big time. Uh, that's from the New York Post. At least that one's not somebody dying. Yes, it's better. Well, it's a good PSA. I mean, sad for that guy or the kid. That's the news. Whew. Close it up. Heavy one. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. It was described as possibly the biggest counterfeit coupon scheme in history. About 100 retailers. It cost them $31 million in losses. Whoa. A Virginia Beach entrepreneur and mother of three who had been designing and printing the highly realistic coupons from her home computer was doing it all, apparently. On Tuesday, she was sentenced in U.S. District Court in Norfolk to 12 years in federal prison. Wow. Wow. Her husband was sentenced last month to seven years and three months for his role. Both had pleaded guilty to fraud charges. What was his role? Cutting them? Not complaining. Baby, you're using too many coupons. You're embarrassing me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big role. (laughs) Wow. That is... 
That's a lot. I just wonder what kind of high-tech printers they had. Yeah. Because yeah. you know it was a whole operation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking $31 million. Well, I'm wondering how much money, because it's usually a dollar off of, like, your dishwasher. Yeah, you think like they, the they go in ones. with, like, big ones and, like, free Apple computer? <laughs> I swear, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> you, get a, you get a free Hyundai. No, I got this. This is... Well, the manager's like, I've never seen this one before. They but. call it in. Hey, we got a coupon for a free Hyundai. Well, we have to honor it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that one's crazy. I also saw the story, too. The top 100, maybe it was the top 500 songs. I have the top 10, but did you guys see this yesterday? No. It was just of all time. And so they put out the list of the top 500 songs of all time. And I'm going to just play you the top 10. Just like the best? Ever. Oh. This is not, it's not, there's not a country song in here. Although if some of them were made now, they'd probably be considered country. But these are the top 10 best songs of all time from Rolling Stone. Okay. Do you have all the clips, Ray? Yep. At number 10, Outcast. Hey, yeah, y'all. Good one. But top 10? Uh, it's fun, man. It's fun, but is it top 10? I don't think so. I don't either. Fleetwood Mac Dreams. It's a good one. Stood, oh, stood the test of time. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Still as played. It's in lots of people's... Pro- I mean, this song I can agree with because huge then... Has held on until now. Yeah. Where people will come in and cover this song in our studio now, new artists will. I'll turn that on. <laughs> yeah. It is jam. Missy Elliott, get your freak on. No. No, 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 she does go. Yeah, backwards. Repeat. Yeah. What is it? I didn't like the backwards <laughs> thing. Yeah. Cool. Reverse it. Oh, that's the wrong song. Wait, Remember is it David Minimian yet? That's it. Is that the same song? I think so. Put your name down, flip it in reverse it. Yeah, I think so. Same, huh? Oh, dang. Oh, Never mind. Work it got robbed. Justice for work it. <laughs> okay. Um, the Beatles at number seven, Strawberry Fields Forever. You're starting at the bottom of the list? Yeah, seven. No, not 500. What? Seven. Yeah, I, I can think of 20 Beatles songs Me better too. than this one. Even like Blackbird. Yeah, Hey Jude should be number one. I mean, really? I want to hold you. Like okay. old, old Beatles. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Jam. You mean let's get it on? <laughs> that would be his bigger one. Weird list. Uh, but this was a song about social injustice. No, I get it. So, I get it. so oh, you, this I'm, song definitely it. Uh, Nirvana at number five, smells like Teen Spirit. Watch an entire movement of music. Sure, I can't argue with that. Bob Dylan, like a Rolling Stone. Come on, now you're talking. Not a Bob Dylan guy, but can understand the impact of Bob Dylan yes. on songwriting in general. Consider the greatest songwriter of all time. Yes. Oh. Not not really a fan of music so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People didn't like that so much. But I've read his book. It, it, it's cool. It's, yeah. Hey, he's I, I Bob stra- Dylan. He is Bob Dylan. Good point. Number three is Sam Cooke. A change is going to come. I mean, really one of my favorite so songs. Good. Yeah. I've been there. I don't think Lunchbox has ever heard this song. Nope. Public Enemy at number two, Fight the Power. Fight the power. Fight the power. Again, a big social conscious song. Yeah. I see the pattern now. Songs that made a, actually made yeah, a difference. Yeah, they made a difference. Yeah. Okay. Can't argue with that one. No, not all of them are like that. Yeah, like that. And hey, y'all. What? Like Missy. Yeah. Uh, but number one is Aretha, Respect. Yeah. Top, 
That's a jam. I just, that's an interesting <laughs> list, and it's also people's opinions. Mm-hmm. And we have opinions. Like, I think there are certain songs that I think they miss for sure, like the Target song by the Raging Idiots. Of course. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But, I mean, look at, like, um, Ring of Fire. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's on the list somewhere. Johnny Cash. But just because of the impact that it had, country, pop, rock. Uh, but you can go read all 500 of them if you'd like. Rolling Stone has them all up there now. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. A 46-year-old woman shows up to the airport. She's running late. She checks her bag, gets to security, and by the time she gets to the gate, the plane is going down the taxiway. So she says, just so you know, I checked my bag, and there's a bomb in it. Oh, okay. Don't do that. Uh, oh. I, I just don't understand <laughs> what you think is going to happen to you after you say that. Like, do you think they're going to go, oh, we should stop the plane? They're going to search the bag. Nope. And go ahead and get on. Go and get on the plane now, too, ma'am, since we're back. <laughs> That's what I wonder. I just don't see any yeah. sort of even chance of that working out in her favor. Yeah. She was very reactionary there. I don't think she thought it through. Yeah. She didn't respond. <laughs> she reacted. But also to react with bomb. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That, like we we all know not to say that right. word right at the airport. I don't even I don't even think it. Look right, it's can. like Ghostbusters. I'm thinking of nothing. <laughs> I'm on top of the building. Uh, yeah, that that stinks. And I'm assuming she's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, she got arrested. The plane had to be evacuated. Had to be searched. Every bag, no explosives found. But she got arrested. Mm, okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Woman named Stacy wakes up middle of the night, discovers a burglar napping in her guest bedroom after he had broken in overnight. He had also taken a swim in her outdoor pool. Huh. And bum, 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 he ate the family's leftover chicken. So this isn't just a guy trying to steal a bunch of expensive stuff and get out. No, he was just looking for, you He's know, looking for the family. Airbnb, but <laughs> didn't, like, what in the world? He wanted the family experience. He did it all. Wow. Uh, Stedman, that's her, who lives with her husband, son, and brother-in-law, said she saw that a light was on in the spare room. So she basically went to turn the light off. She's like, who left the Probably annoyed her husband for leaving the light on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so she looks in, and he was asleep, which is crazy. So she wakes up uh, her brother-in-law, who was also in the house, and he had to chase the burglar out of the home. The distraught woman discovered that the door in the backyard was open. The man was swimming in the pool earlier. The floaties were out everywhere. Again, then she's like, well, let me look. Then it got to the chicken. That's just wild. That's Living a, life. I, know, I would be I'm so like, scared if I broke in somewhere <laughs> that they were going to come and shoot me. Yeah. yeah. So I would be like, steal the jewels, maybe grab a TV. That's It's big, though. And to get a, then get out. This guy I was not worried about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to even steal anything. He just wanted to have a good time. I wonder if he thought literally they were not home. Because how else can I would you... still be scared that they would come home. Yeah. Remember the... Andy Dick, that comedian? Remember he walked in like a home, too, because he was like on drugs? I mean, and that could have been here because they say the chicken snatcher was arrested by police. <laughs> they thought he was drunk, and they took him to a hospital for uh, a hospital Evaluation. for an examination. You uh, and you don't do that if it's just regular burglar, right? You just take him right to the house, right to the pen, <laughs> right to the penitentiary, <laughs> the, the big house. All right, that's what's up. Uh, we are done today, Amy. What's what's going on with you in your life today? Well, we leave town tomorrow, so I feel like I need to pack and get some stuff ready, and then. That's pretty much it for me. You? you know, we're doing a lot of organizing today. Organizing? Yeah, we just have clothes everywhere. Laundry room, guest rooms. We had two bathrooms that were rebuilt. And we just kind of 
put everything in different rooms. Today, we have dedicated ourselves to getting our house back in order. We've just had so many repairs. So I actually have on my calendar two hours today for Caitlin and I to go through and move clothes to closets. Because you can go in every guest bedroom and every like random laundry. There's just clothes hanging everywhere. Yeah. Some days I have to go look in three different rooms just to oh. find a t-shirt. Gosh. Oh, this is going to feel so good for you when you get it done. I guess, but my goal is to just donate a lot of these clothes. Because yeah. I must not need them if I'm never going to look for them. Well, you know where to send those to. No offense. Uh, what? what? <laughs> nah, you know what? You got it, buddy. Oh, no. They're too small. Probably. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Probably. They're probably <laughs> they may not fit you, they're buddy. Probably, they're too, <laughs> all right, we're done. Tomorrow's show, we have Lainey Wilson coming on, and we have Scotty McCreary and the Friday morning dance parties. We will see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Yeah. BobbyBones.com.